Alright, you're recording. Alright, man, look, man, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna start it off freestyling. We don't need no music introduction. Relics and Raw Sports Talk, episode 157. We got Foreskin, Swole Daddy, and the Goat out here. I don't know we know what's going on. Thank y'all for watching on YouTube, listening on Anchor and Spotify. Check out our Facebook page and Instagram at Realism Pod on Twitter and at Realism Sports Talk on TikTok. It sounds weird with no music, man. This is crazy. We gotta have a little music in the background. You know what I'm saying? This is Black History Month, so happy Black History Month. Um, thank you to all the patrons. We got six now, three of them on the screen right here, and the rest of them are right there. That's some magical shit right there. I did. What? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 360 Painting. Because all angles are covered with 360 painting locally here in Harrisburg, Virginia. Quality customer service, affordable pricing, 360 painting. Because I got my man Justin, Josh, and my brother Derek. They out there doing big things for you. I'm always keeping faith in my commanders. Love for the Black Mamba. And all the love for my mama right there. Because at Relative Sports Talk, we talk about sports. From Hall of Famers to the local talent to the big time storylines. And, of course, the big-time storylines are going to be the Super Bowl. But I'm out here. We got the producer in the background, whether he's on the scenes or off the scene. He keeping our show extra clean. We got the go Brandon back there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just playing. He, he's a goat in his own mind, and he'll debate you at any time. We got Mississippi Swole Daddy, who's already drank too much already. And Keith, who's always keeping faith in his teams. But most of the time, lately, especially with North Carolina and the Spurs sucking ass, North Carolina was the number one ranked team in the country, wasn't it? That's just shattered dreams. You know what I mean? So what's up, fellas? What's up? Thank you for your time. I know we had a little technical difficulties, but hey, we get bigger and better every time. I'm Terrell, I'm your host, coach at the most, winning every debate, and it ain't even close. Did you fart, Swole Daddy? What's going on out there? Super Bowl, look, we're going to jump into the Super Bowl. I have some other things we're going to talk about, but since it's getting late and I know some people are getting tired or drank a little bit too much, White Shaman, um, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Black History Month, we're making history out here. This is the first time we've ever had two African-American quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. But here's my question, Goat. Brandon, here's my question. What's more likely to happen again? Two black starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl or two brothers playing against each other in the Super Bowl, which, like the Kelsey brothers. First time ever, both things have ever happened. Was it more likely to happen? More likely. Uh, two black quarterbacks. Why is that? I mean, how many? Uh, well, I guess you could have a Diggs versus Diggs. There's a bunch of brothers out there, yo. I feel you. You agree with that, Swell? You think so? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, just the way the game's going, this is the same lack of brothers on two really good, talented teams other than the Kelsey brothers. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, you know what? The other Diggs brother is on the Cowboys. They suck ass. So it's like, they'll never get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> don't hurt Keith's feelings because he was a Cowboy rider all year. So don't don't hurt his feelings. So, Keith, here's my question. Once we dig into it, because we're really going to dive into the game, but I'm going to give you some out, outliers. Andy Reid, highly respected coach. Just so happened, if he were to win this game and he retired, 
How high would you put him as far as ranking goes? I was just thinking about this the other day. I mean, if he were, I mean, he's been consistently doing it for what twenty years now. I mean, he won what six six NFC championships with Eagles or something, and five five straight with Chiefs. Go ahead. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I mean, he had success with the Eagles. He was, he was this close all the time, and he actually made it to a Super Bowl with them and and was that close. And then uh, with the Chiefs, he comes there, turns that program around, and they're consistently at the top. I mean, he's a great coach, dude. And we're going to come back to that later on on the elite part because I want to see how y'all figure wins and losses go with that because I've always said that about people like LeBron or whatnot. One one thing go this way or one thing go that way. Just like Brady, we could talk about Brady with his seven rings. He could he could really only have two, or he could have nine. You know what I mean? So we'll talk about that later on. So since you are an Eagles apologist, there, Swole Daddy, Jalen Hurts has has done all kinds of things. Whether it's coaching, helping him get to that level, the Eagles have a whole lot of free agents next year. Jalen Hurts, who didn't get a fifth year option because he was a second round pick. He's going to want some money. What's more likely to happen for either team to return to the Super Bowl? Because Patrick Mahomes has been eight, five straight AFC Championship games. But the AFC is loaded with a lot of talented quarterbacks and teams. In your opinion, which one is more likely to happen for the team to get back to the Super Bowl next year? Okay, first of all, what, what, what are you asking me? Who has a better chance to get to the Super Bowl there, Drinky? Okay, that's not what you said. That is what I said. That's not what you said. I'm going to say it's uh, the, the, the Chiefs. Why is that? I mean, they're Mr. Consistent when it comes to performance in the AFC. We've seen quarterback after quarterback face Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They, uh, what, Joe Burrow broke through that one year, but since then, it's all Patrick Mahomes. Like you said, the Eagles are one of the free agents. They're not signing them all back. So you have no faith that the Bengals, who Burrow said he would take less money to keep the keep the cavalry together, or Josh Allen, who was everybody's pick to go to the Super Bowl last year, and Sean Payton's there with Russell Wilson. And I can go further on with different teams. You asked me which team is more likely to return, the Chiefs. I got you. I got you. I got you. There's a lot of talent in the AFC. A lot of, a lot of talent in the AFC. All right, Brandon. We saw Patrick Mahomes wins his second MVP. Your boy from Alabama, Jalen Hurts, got second. Which, I feel like if he didn't get hurt, he might have contended to get that MVP. Going with the same standards that I said for Swole Daddy, who has a better shot to repeat that MVP-type performance? The MVP performance, uh, it's, it's who they want to win it. And they wanted Mahomes to win it. How did they want Mahomes to win it? Did he put up the fake numbers? I mean, that's their face, man. That's their guy in every commercial. How many commercials did Jalen Hurts? I mean, how many black quarterbacks are in a lot of commercials, buddy? Cam Newton was doing that shit. I just named one. Who? You know what I'm. T- you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, anyway. Uh, two black. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing. But I mean, but, but, I love it. I love it. But my question, no, but for real though, but for real, 
You say that they wanted Patrick Mahomes to do all that? Well, no, I mean, I mean, he, he deserved MVP, depending on what the award means. I don't know. He was the clear. MVP. He was clear MVP once Hertz was uh, gone. Is he the most valuable player? I think so. He's either. Either way you look at it, he's the clear winner. You know that they could have won a game without him. With Chad Henney? Chad Henney. We talked about that. Pacheco had 75 of those 90 yards. We talked about that already. But but to your argument, though, Brandon, when Jalen Hurts was out, their team looked – they did look different. I ain't going to lie. I will say that. But the scheme was built on that. Okay. All right. So, Keith, with no injury report for the Kansas City wide receivers, we were already worried about if they were going to play, who wasn't going to play, whatever – now that they're all supposedly healthy without Hardman being on the on the IR, which wide receiver, in your opinion, has to be a guy that steps up for the Chiefs to even contend? Well, as you'll see later, I think it, it's not going to be that. Y'all don't get, look, look, y'all don't give away who y'all picking until later on. Right. I'm saying I think Juju's going to step up because you're a Steeler guy, dude. What the? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm rooting for Juju. Juju tripped over the 50 yard line, dude. They ain't stepping on nothing, dude. Come on, man. Yeah, but honestly, uh, what, which receiver? I mean, Valentin Scanley, he's been looking pretty good the past uh, few games. So, I mean, I, I look for that to continue. I mean, it just, uh, they, and you don't know with them, they're going to they're gonna move that ball around to whoever. I feel you. I feel you. So, Brandon, the team, the Super Bowl, which. I kind of like being getting an extra week off. But I feel like this year really was a big impact with the injuries and different things going on. Which team do you think benefited the most having that extra week to prepare or to get healthy or whatnot? I mean, I think it helps both teams a lot. You know, Jalen get his shoulder better, but I think it benefits the Chiefs a little more because they were a little more banged up with the receivers. Is that it? Just just for the injury purposes or what? Okay. You agree with that, Swell? Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, having that extra week off gives Mahomes a little, little time for that treatment on that ankle. We all know about Travis Kelsey's lower back. He's been hurting for a while now, so he'll get to rehab that. And, of course, banged up a wide receiver and any defensive injuries. I mean, yeah, I agree. Okay. And, uh, and then that cornerback, too. That they, they there got you go, Keith. That gave him a chance to recover from the uh, concussion protocol. Yep. Is this a huge? That's a huge. Yo, Keith, that's that's huge that you pointed that out. Because they're going to have to have him play it. They're going to have to have him play. That's huge that you said that. Yeah. All right, Swole, Mr. Eagle. We talked about different things. We know what Jalen Hurts can do, but he's injured. He hasn't done it as much since he's been injured. But we saw Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, Gainwell. Yeah. If you had to pick one Eagles player, who's going to have the most rushing yards? Oh, Sanders. Why is that? I, I, I just like him in this moment. Now, of course, we've seen a lot of Gainwell, especially inside the red zone. Um, I just like Sanders doing more of the dirty work in the Super Bowl. We might see Gainwell score more, but I, I like Sanders up and down the field. Well, as somebody who's never liked Miles Sanders, even though I don't mind Penn State, Brandon, you agree with that? You think it's going to be him? Because, no, I mean, you could put Jalen Hurts in that. You yeah. could put him in that. Yeah. Oh, no, no. 
said out of those three names, though. No, I said out of any player rushing the ball. You always question my question. I'll be speaking English. You drinking slash shh shh. <laughs> Yo, why is the Super Bowl not on Saturday night instead of Sunday? That's bullshit. I hate this so much. I mean, at least I don't, hear, I don't care about no tradition. At least Mr. McMahon is like, yo, we need to put our big shit on Saturday night. So, why. why is that? Because more people are going to be home on a Sunday evening than they are Saturday. Yeah, but you want to be in the bar drinking and watching Super Bowl. You're not going to get a ride and go home. Keith, I would... A lot of people do things on Saturday. They're catching everybody while they're at home in front of that TV on Sunday evening. Keith, I would almost agree with that. But if you say the Super Bowl is on Saturday and you got a year to prepare for that shit, motherfuckers are going to be home on Saturday night to watch yeah. the Super Bowl. But you're not going to catch that viewer that doesn't normally watch football. They're going to choose to go out instead of being at home. Because the Super Bowl catches a lot of eyes that don't normally watch Every football. Bar, that eye might not be there. Where's the eye going to be at? Every bar's going to have a TV in it. Well, it doesn't matter. They're not going to care about the Super Bowl. They're going to be out... <laughs> If it's on a Sunday, they don't care about it. <laughs> I don't Ain't no college shit. Nobody cares about that. All right, fellas. I want to hear some personal things real quick before we really get into the game. Before I want to have some fun with it. Brandon, your foods. Because food is everything. Super Bowl, we talk about parties. We talk about different spreads, different things. You know what I mean? I want to hear your top three things that you got to have when the Super Bowl's on. Chicken wings. Chips and dip. Chips and dip. Um, I, I, and I have meatballs every year. Meatballs. Swo loves those. Right. That's why he's bobbing his head. Go ahead, Swo. <laughs> What's good? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Brandon on the on the chicken wings, dude. I'm, uh, we're getting hella chicken wings for, for Super Bowl. Um, Thanks for inviting me over. I, Thanks. I, I like. I like uh, barbecue sliders as well. You know, okay. A little pulled pork, a little onion, a little pickle on there. Um, so excited! I, I, I love a good, I love a good Sunday bar from the Super Bowl. A what? That's some good stuff. A Sunday bar. For a Super Bowl Sunday. That's that's dopeish. I never even thought about no shit like that. I like that. And then you gotta have cold beer. You gotta have cold beer there. Yeah, I don't talk about food, but cold beer calories too. So I wish you gotta have plenty of that. All right, Keith, what's yours? Of course, the chicken wings. Um, Pizza is my favorite food. I can do pizza seven days a week. Uh, I like I like a good homemade chili. Ooh, chili! I like that. I'm with yo. I'm a mixture of all y'all. Chicken wings is definitely the one. I had chip and dip, but that chip and dip could either be chips and salsa or like Keith said with the chili, with the, some kind of something with a chip, a nine layer dip, or some kind of nacho type queso type shit. And then I had pizza also because all different variations of pizza can go with all kinds of variations of beer or alcohol. So I love it. I love it. Well, what about you, producer? What's your three things? I got something that you guys didn't even mention. He's going to say know. some weird what, shit. It is going to be. <laughs> isn't there like a veggie tray always with the like broccoli and the celery? and the Veggie tray. 
Right? It's always there. I'm not saying that I want it there, but it's always I said there, your right? three favorite man. Oh. Little celery, little carrots, little broccoli. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hummus so can I get some hummus and some crackers? No, what the fuck? Avocado. Come on. I was just saying that was missing. That ain't missing. Don't nobody want that shit. Don't nobody want no hummus. You want calories, grease, and all kinds of shit. That's what you want. Actually, what we do at what we do at my house. That's what I'm saying, Swell. That's what I'm saying, Swell. <laughs> I bet. All right. So we're all fans. Brandon is a Dolphin fan. Swole is a Patriot fan. Keith's a Steeler fan. I'm a Washington fan, so is a producer. So not many of us have any great Super Bowl memories about games that we've actually watched. No offense, Brandon. No offense. No offense. But, Brandon, you got to tell me, three games, what was your favorite three Super Bowl games? If you had three to pick. Go from three to one. Didn't I say three to one? What do you mean no particular order? Huh? Three to one, man. It is a particular order. Three to one? Three to one? Yeah. Right. Number three, I'm going to go with the Rams beating the Titans when uh, they was a yard short. Steve McNair. Yeah. That one. Number two is going to be the Steelers beating the Cardinals Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, what was that? Where Harrison had that pick when Carter was about to score, right? And he ran all the way down. And then the one dude had to touch the tiptoe joint. Yeah, uh, Antonio Holmes. Yes, Holmes. Antonio Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, it was a perfect pass. Perfect catch. Perfect um, No, it wasn't. Fuck, I fucked the Steelers. Go ahead, Brent. Me and Brandon be like this, yo. Our minds be like synonymous. It's crazy. I mean, you was perfect, man. It's crazy shit. Me and Brandon all be thinking so, so close. All right, Swole, go ahead. Give me your three. Go, give me your three, Swole. Go ahead. Three to one. Three to one. Three to one. I'm going Patriots over Panthers back in 2000. Nobody cared about that shit. 9-11, motherfucker. That's the first Hold on, hold on, hold on, Swole. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was your first Super Bowl you ever watched as a kid? I'm old yeah. as a motherfucker. God damn. Yeah. And then, I remember like Bengals and Niners. Go ahead. And then, and then I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Seahawks Steelers. I love that Super Bowl. Uh, another favorite of my childhood. Um, what the I'm gonna fuck? Go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Patriots Falcons and we all know why. Down, down at half. Hey, you know what? You know what? Fuck you, Swole Daddy. Because now I know Keith's gonna have three fucking Steelers Super Bowl games too. This is Brandon. They set us up, Brandon. I should have never asked this question, Brandon. We got all these guys winning all these fucking rings, and we ain't winning shit. They picking their own teams and everything. Go ahead, Keith. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go with uh, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl against the Rams because I was really. Greatest show on turf. That shit was the boringest Super Bowl. 
And then my, that was my first ever Steelers Super Bowl. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And then number one was the, like Brandon said, the Antonio Holmes corner uh, touchdown game-winning drive. That game was giving me a heart attack. It was up and down. Larry Fitzgerald with that long yeah. touchdown, which I thought we blew the game. Yep. Yo, and, and honestly, that game was good to watch. Kurt Warner, new team after the, he was with the Giants, and Eli Manning was like, huh, and he was sitting on the bench, and then took the Cardinals. Who the fuck are the Cardinals then? That was a great game. I hated the way it ended, but it did have those big-time storyline moments. I agree with y'all. Did you have three, producer? Or you got three? Um, I did like the Kurt Warner one. Uh, the one they keep talking about, the Steelers, race. Cardinals. Uh, and then the uh, I I was gonna pick the Patriots comeback. I mean, against the Falcons, gave, everybody gave up on that one. It was like, yo, this is we were about one. to cut the shit off. What's your number two. one then? That's those it? Are, those are All right, my three, my three was definitely, the first game was the Rams-Titans, like Brandon said. That game was tense, McNair, and then at the one-yard line, you know, that jump, was, that jump was dope. It was fun to watch. My number two was, the page, like Brandon said, the Patriots and Giants. Patriots going for the undefeated. You know what I mean? I remember where I was at, and I thought the game was over. You know, Asante Samuel had the interception. I thought he had the interception. And didn't catch the motherfucker. <laughs> and then they fucking lose. All, yeah, they, I mean, it was it was it was a great game to watch. My number one was I'm a Washington fan. 1988, baby. I'm 11 years old. Doug Williams, first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl for my Washington Redskins. I remember we were in D.C. They had bootleg T-shirts with Doug Williams with some fake ass gold teeth poking out the shirt. It was a crazy. I still remember it like it was yesterday. How it was like it was yesterday. I saw homeless bums on the street selling sell shirts for ten bucks. That was a great, great game for me. And the reason why I really liked it because they beat Chicago to get there, which is my stepdad's team. Which, yeah, I ain't gonna get into that. But it was in the fog and all kinds of stuff. Watching the game on TV it was in the super fog. You couldn't really watch it. You know what I mean? So it was it was more leading up to the game and then the finality of it. And now it's history making. And we did say it was Black History Month, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to make sure we said that. Definitely. All right, guys. Last one. Favorite Super Bowl commercial. Brandon, on, or who was that? Keep this in. He don't watch the shit. I got one, though. All right, let me hear it, Keith. Go ahead. Remember that WWE? Yes, Keith! Yes! 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 It's when they did the attitude joint. It was. It was. It was 1999. 1999 game. Yep. Go ahead, Swole. What's your commercial? I'm going to go Funky Monkey Baby. Fuck. Yes! I remember that shit. The first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I started singing that shit like the rest of the night. It was unreal. Yeah, I like that one too. Go ahead, Brandon. What was yours? Yes! Oh shit! <laughs> yes, it was a McDonald's commercial. That's crazy, yo. That's crazy. I put three on my list just to have the three, but my one was the WWE, 
And then I had the Jordan versus Bird McDonald's commercial. And then my other one was, what's that? <laughs> Remember that shit? <laughs> I would like to say, and I think this was a Super Bowl commercial, when Jessica Simpson and her Daisy Dukes first advertised for Buffalo Wild Wings. Wasn't that a Super Bowl commercial? I don't know. You got me wanting to look it up now. Look, he's saying 2004 because he was like, I was like 13 then. <laughs> Dude, I was, you were like eight and shit, muff. He was like five and shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, look at that commercial with that girl that Tony Romo wound up smashing. <laughs> That's when Tony Romo liked girls. <laughs> That's when he liked girls. <laughs> Alright, look guys. 30 seconds real quick and then we get into the elite part where we're going to talk about most important things. Keys to victory. Who's going to win. Why we think they're going to win. More likely to happen. Who we want to win first. And then we're going to give our predictions Based on the, st- uh, the spread and everything else. So now we really get into the stuff that people can win some money on. Especially if they listen to Brandon. Because that motherfucker can be banging on some shit. He does be banging on it. 30 seconds real quick so I can get a little joke on my little podgy. You know what I'm saying? You can put a commercial in there and give me some. <laughs> Small, how you feeling, baby? I'm alright, dude. I'm ready to roll. What time are we supposed to come over tomorrow? I want to see the preliminary shit, dude. Yeah, I think the early prelims start at six. Pre- prelims be better than the pay per views, yeah. Huh? The prelims be better than the pay per views. This pay per view is kind of sorry, except for the last two fights. Not gonna lie. Right. Producers coming with me. So it's it's my decision. Do you like UFC? My favorite fighter of all time is Alexander Volkanovski, aside from John Jones. So I got Volkanovski. He's moving up a weight class to become double champ. Hold on, that's the white dude, right? That shouldn't have won the... Right? He beat the dude I like. He beat the dude I like like three different times. So, so the lightweight champion is Khabib's understudy. I like him. And, and he just won that recently. But now you got this Australian who is 28-0. Coming up 10 pounds. To, to try Isn't he the short guy that beat my, my boy Max? Yeah, yeah. He beat Max like three times, right? Yeah, like, and he beat him savagely, too. The last one was, I remember, I remember, I think I was at your place. Like, he had beat him yeah, one time. Funny. It was controversial. And the second one, we thought Max had won. But that third one, he destroyed him. He beat, he beat the shit out And I like, it was Max Holloway. That's his name. Yeah, I don't really watch that shit, but I really like Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Sugar, Sh- Sugar Sean. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, we gonna get Squid on the episode and that, for the boxing, y'all. We gonna have a spot where y'all gonna talk boxing and educate people like me that ain't watched it and followed it like that. What do you think about uh, this Tommy Fury, Jake Paul shit? He's pulled that. He's Fuck these Paul. Uh, the fight again. Uh-huh. He did show up to uh, Tommy. He didn't show up to him. He, he did show up to the, to the, to the la- latest press conference, and it costed the gate a million dollars to recover. What? I mean, Fury is not that good anyway, so I mean. Well, he's a pretty boy. He's come from this uh, this like social show, and he never was a boxer. Then, without a boy, became a boxer, and I don't think he's even. That- All right, welcome back, welcome back, relatives of Raw Sports Talk, episode one fifty seven. Now it's the elite time. We are getting to the Super Bowl. We're a day 
a, a day and two hours away. And I'm so excited. I got the Cooper Cup MVP jersey on for last year's champions. So let me ask you a question, Brandon. I want to hear the different aspect. You hear me? All right. So for the Chiefs to win, the aspect, not a person, not a play, not anything. What's the most important thing that needs to happen for the Chiefs to win this game? I don't want to hear Kelsey getting two touchdowns or nothing like that. How does the game script need to go? What needs to happen? I read the script earlier. The referees. Oh, <laughs> you and this referees, my homes. And they got three third downs last game against the Bengals. I saw that. I saw that. I think that's not at all. I mean, a lot of things are suspect. I mean, I saw the Saints get robbed against the. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? What about you, Swole? You, will you agree with... No, no, no. I'm going to Keith instead of you because I'm going to hit you with the Eagles. Go ahead, Keith. Because I think Keith's going to pick the Chiefs to win for some weird reason. Tell me what needs to happen. How does the game script need to go? I think it's just going to go just uh, a coaching clinic by Andy Reid. It's just going to be the, the right calling of the game. Uh, without giving my prediction away, I think... Uh, I think the defense, the defensive uh, line of the Chiefs is going to be crucial in, in stopping that run of the Eagles. Has to be. And I just think, I just think that uh, the the Chiefs have made with the experience and they, 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 the, their experience they have, they're going to be there and uh, the play calling and execution. I mean, I agree with you. They have to show up. So, Swole Daddy, with the with the Eagles, we know that they're loaded. They got pro bowlers everywhere, all pros everywhere, things like that. But like Keith said, the coaching. Andy Reid fired the Eagles coach when they were on the same staff. You know what I mean? And their defensive coordinator, Spagnani or whatever the hell his name is, he's got experience at these levels. Their team does. I mean, what does the Eagles have to do as far as the aspect scheme of the game to win the game? I'm going to start by countering Keith's point. We're talking about Jalen Hurts. How many national appearances has he had? How many big lines has he already seen? He's a seasoned quarterback guy. In the NFL? Afraid of these lights. No, he's not going to be afraid of these lights. You're talking about one of the best games in the league. Come on, the best offensive line in the league. Guys, they don't have to do much. Just don't turn the ball over. There it is, baby. There it is. I agree with you. I think that's my biggest thing also with the Eagles. I think if they don't turn the ball over and stay within themselves, everything will work out. I totally agree. I need that running game. They don't have that running game. I know I'm with you there. But they have the best offensive line in the league. Four pro bowlers with how many alternates? Yeah. yeah. They got 13 out of 50. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And as far as the Chiefs go, I think the Chiefs have to get to a two-score lead. We've never seen we we've seen the Eagles the Eagles have trailed for two minutes the entire season, two minutes. So we don't know what Jalen Hurts can do under the pressure. We don't have a clue what the coach can do as he's smirking to everybody as they do a different shit. He's out popping shit, and he's doing all kinds of things. If if the Chiefs can make a play 
Get a lead. Because I've seen the Chiefs be down like 20-some points and come back and win against the Titans. I've seen that. I've never seen. Exactly. So I've never seen the Eagles have that adversity, then have to come back with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. So that's what I think needs to happen. And it could happen. The defense could strip, strip, fumble, whatever, whatever could happen. I think those are two big things that could happen. All right. All right. Go ahead, Swell. Why can't we hear Swell? Talk, Swell. He's right there. I see him. Oh, we lost him, I guess. I can see him right now. Yep. Now he's gone. What the fuck? What happened? I didn't touch anything. He's just getting into it now because I got a bit. See, we'll bring him back when he comes back. All right, Brandon. All right, so for the Chiefs, for the Chiefs to win the game, what is more important in your opinion? For them to stop Hurts in the RPO or for them to stop Hassan Reddick from causing havoc everywhere because he's had 16 sacks and he's had three and a half sacks in two games this postseason? What do you think is more important, stopping Hurts in the RPO or Hassan Reddick? You think you think stopping the RPO? Because I think we all agree that Hurts has to be mobile to open up the defense and just do the things that he needs to. I think we all kind of agree on that kind of topic. So, oh, that's interesting. You agree with that, Keith? You think it's stopping the RPO or stopping Reddick? Because he's been a havoc. I think it's stopping the RPO. They got to stop scoring. They got to stop scoring. Yeah. Stop the RPO. Stopping that running game. Stopping that running game. I don't have faith in Jalen Hurts beating them only with his arm. Well, Jalen Hurts is the number one QBR with over 25 yards. So he obviously can throw the ball. And the Chiefs secondary doesn't scare me. They got to stop that running game. If they stop that running game, then it's going to be tough for the Eagles. I agree. What do you think, Swole? The Chiefs more important to stop. Chris Jones is going to have to have another game like he had in the AFC Championship. That's not what I asked you. What, I was here for the question. Sorry. I just well, you should have listened and stopped trying to pretend like you knew the question. <laughs> What's more important for the Chiefs, to stop the RPO or to stop Reddick, who's causing havoc with three and a half sacks in two games? the RPO, Terrell. Chris Jones has to have a really good game. Okay. So you think it's the RPO also? The running game. All right, yeah. so flip. So yeah, we gonna flip it. I mean, that, that's the foundation of their offense. And without that, you know, you are relying on the QB with the highest QBR, obviously, in the league. But I mean, them being dynamic, just like the Chiefs, they've been successful that way. So, okay. So, so, so on the other side, what's yeah. more important for the Eagles to stop? Because we know about their wide receivers. I don't have high regards for them like that. So, is it is it more important for the Eagles to stop Kelsey? Or to stop Chris Jones, who's had 15 and a half sacks this year? Well, here's the thing about Chris Jones, right? He, I guess he's been kind of mid 
his whole career thus far. He's had breakout games. I'm not going to say anything. He got a fat-ass contract. I don't know. <laughs> but, 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 I think if you find a way to keep Kelsey from getting over eight receptions, that offense could get stagnant real quick because then now you have to rely on a very bit middle-of-the-road juju, a very hot and cold out of Stanley, and then tosses out of the backfield. They have to rely on that. If you take Kelsey out, we can see it. We, we, we can see a little, stag- a little stagnant offense here. I mean, the Eagles are the number one defense against tight ends. So it's not like – and granted, I know Kelsey's not no average tight end. Don't get it twisted. But but they do play the tight ends well. You know what I mean? So, all right, Brandon, you agree with that? What do you think, Kelsey or Chris Jones? I think they'll be all right against Kelsey. Uh, they got to stop the pass rush. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's what I think is more important. You agree, Keith? What do you think? They got to stop Kelsey. They gotta Kelsey. Stop, they got to stop KC from scoring. Okay. That's where their main concern is not letting KC put many points on the board. Okay. Because I think I think the KC defense is going to have a strong game this game. So you say that you say that, but you're saying that because you know that they have to to win the game. KC's defense yeah. has to have a good game. So that's why I'm saying that Chris Jones is more important to stop because you already play tight ends well. Chris Jones is a guy that can raise havoc and make that fumble or that tipped ball that can cause turnovers, which would allow the Eagles to be down double digits. And put that pressure on the Eagles. So I think it's Chris Jones. But I understand what y'all are saying about Kelsey because he is yeah. he's not an average tight end. So I get it. Really I get it. Yeah. So we so Keith, we talked it y'all. On paper, it seems like it should be good. You know what I mean? So Keith, we talked about the Eagles running game. We talked about the Chiefs, and we we're not talking about nothing but Kelsey. Which one do you think is more important, the Eagles running game or the Chiefs running game? I think the Eagles running game is more important for them to get their running game going because that's basically what they've lived off of is having that top rush game. And I think the Chiefs running game is just a plus that they can get Pacheco going. And they got CEH coming back for this game, which to me, to me that doesn't really matter. Too you much. never know. It gives them another friend's set of legs. Yeah, because so. yeah, he was supposed to be the new Westbrook in Philadelphia, remember? What do you think, Brandon? Yeah. I think it's more important for the Chiefs running game. Me too. Why is that? Because I don't see them having much success throwing the ball. Yeah, told you, me and Brandon. I told you. I told you. Yo, I'm with you, Brandon. I'm a totally with you. You agree, Swell? Which who you agree with? Which hands roll, brother? Uh, I I started off agreeing with Keith, but the fact that we really haven't seen uh, KC. Uh, Swore a lot of points outside of a mixed bag. Like they had to have some run, had to have Travis catch a lot. If you if you take away that that Chiefs running game, including Pat Mahomes running the ball, who are they? So it would be interesting. I'm with you too. I feel like they have to run the ball to loosen up that pass rush. We forgot they got five guys that had ten or more sacks for the Eagles. They're gonna come after a wounded. Yeah, he's he's a little bit healthier. Yeah, he's a little bit healthier. But he's still a little wounded a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. the exact same thing. And Pacheco, he got little man syndrome, yo. 
He ready to run. And how do you beat the blitz? You dump it off for a screen. And Jerick McKinnon has shown y'all the latter part of this year that he can make big plays and win fantasy championships. Right, Swole Daddy? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Damn, that should be happening, though. So without telling me, well, I won't get to that question yet. What's more likely to happen, Brandon? A non-QB will win MVP like last year Cooper Cup? Or that this is going to be a low-scoring game? Because everybody's saying, I mean, the over-under is 51 points. What's more likely to happen, a non-QB MVP or a low-scoring game? A low-scoring game. That's more likely to happen? Yeah. Really? Why is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't see anyone other than a quarterback getting MVP. I just don't end up getting. Okay. You agree, Keith? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely going to be one of the quarterbacks to get it. So I agree with Brandon. You too, Swole? I could be under the spread, under the combined spread. You agree, Swole? Yeah, I think it's more likely that a QB will win. I mean, it would take an outstanding, almost outlandish performance from either a Chris Jones or a Kelsey or an A.J. Brown would have to catch three touchdowns and just carry Miles Sanders or whoever would have to just carry the ball for 200 yards. These quarterbacks are one and two in the league right now, uh, if, if, we're, if we're not talking about Joe Burrow as well. But, I mean, just one and two in the MVP race going at it. That One of them's walking away with that trophy, dude. And I'm sitting here looking at it like that's usually the obvious choice. But then when I d- dive deeper into it, I'm like, Jalen Hurts could fuck up and throw some picks. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes, which I guarantee he will when I give you my my number one prop bet. But we talked about if the Chiefs are going to win, their defense is going to have to do something spectacular. They're going to have to have something. Why couldn't Chris Jones get three sacks and a strip fumble or run back something? I I think it's more likely that we can have a non-QB MVP. Because I think they're going to score a lot of points. Regardless, I think it's going to be a lot of points. Going on. All right. All right, Swole. What's more likely to see without giving me who's who? Are we going to see a Super Bowl like Peyton Manning with Denver against Seattle, which was 51 points like the spread is this time? Or are we going to see the game like the last time Philadelphia played the Super Bowl against the Patriots when it was 41 to 33? What's more likely? Don't tell me which team is who, but what more likely game will we see? We're going to see uh, see, – 41-31-33. So you're predicting a high-scoring game? Yeah. That goes back to my last point, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a more game, you can't have an offensive match. Why can't you? Because the opponent is sorry. Um... Um, somebody can have a pick six, a fumble for going for something. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It would, have, it would have to be, they would have to have the play that altered the game. If you allow <laughs> I mean, we could have an Aaron Donald type performance. Something crazy could happen like that. What do y'all think? What do you think, Brandon? <laughs> the Peyton Manning with Denver versus Seattle. Or the Patriots versus the Eagles. 
The high score. The one that you like, brother. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Keith? I think this will be right there at the spread. Like a combined like 50, 51 point game. So you think a high score? Uh, Patriots and Eagles. Yeah, so I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be like right on the spread. Okay, so you think it's Patriots and Eagles. All right. So we talked about the coaching. We talked about different things. Who brought up the coaching before saying something different about who was that, Keith or Swell? It was Keith. All right, so Keith. Andy Reid right now, if he can win this game, he'll be two and two in the Super Bowls. But if he loses, he'll be one and three with all these championship game things. And the Eagles would have won two Super Bowls without him. Which one is a bigger effect on his career? Winning it or losing it? In perspective in our eyes. Well, we know that's better. I'm talking about. somebody for that, though, because I look at it. I look at it as a glass half full. As look what they've done. They've gotten there. There's coaches and players that never see playoff games. That never see any kind of championship games. Are you making fun of me and Brandon's organization? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Swole? Hold on. He turned black. He's checking his phone. <laughs> I don't take away from Randy Reed if he loses this game. I still look at him as great, but I'll look at him, you know, as even, of course, it's great if he wins. But which one means more, Brandon? Which one means more? Right now, we look at him as one one Super Bowl out of two appearances. No, what I'm saying, which one's going to affect his legacy more? Because if he wins, we're going to look at him in a super high regard with two championships as opposed to if he loses, he's one in three with all these could have, could have, should have with us. I think, I think, uh, if he loses, it means more. I do too. Yeah. Me and Brandon, be on that shit. There you go. Yes. I'm with you, baby. So what you think? But just in, in perception of people's eyes. The reason why I bring that up, the reason why I bring it up, Swo, is because now I want to look at Patrick Mahomes because people look at Tom Brady being retired now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has a chance to be the only active player to have two rings. But he's if he wins, he's five times he's been in the AFC Championship game. Two MVPs. He'd be two and one in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? He would win a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, beating a loaded Eagles team. You know what I mean? He would, you know, all these accolades would be there. But, LeBron James, if you lose, you went to five AFC Championship games straight. You're three and two in them. You're one and two in the Super Bowl with four interceptions in those first two games. You know what I mean? This is humongous because you can't catch the GOAT. This game can prepare you because you never know if you're going to get back or not. Which one means more to him? Whether if he wins or whether he loses. Which one impacts him the most? His loss will impact him the most, I feel like. Because like you just said, you never know when he'll be back. And if you walk away from three Super Bowls with just one victory, 
where does that leave you in the all-time great status in the bottom of the list if you even get there you know there are there are plenty of QBs with multiple championships that are retired and not even in the Hall of Fame right now. Um, I mean, yes. Holding hold yourself to the standard Tom Brady is just ridiculous anyway. Um, but, you know. I'm not holding to it. The media does because they want the next person. They're always chasing. Like Michael Jordan, they're always chasing. Jerry Stackhouse, Grant Hill. Uh, uh, what, was that, what was that one dude's name? Harold Miner. Harold Miner, Baby Jordan. You know what I mean? They always chase the next big thing. You know what I mean? Right. But but winning this game, you could say I beat a loaded team without yes. my number one person. You know what I mean? And done two things in history. One thing that's never been done being the all time being the passing leader for the season in the last nine years. No MVP has ever won the Super Bowl. So these are stigmas that he can beat up and break and win. You know what I mean? What do you think, Brandon? Right. It means more, right? Yeah, because um, if he loses him, I don't, I don't know if he gets back. No, you never know. So. I'm with you. Key, what you think? I mean, he needs to win for the people who look at it like that. Like, well, he's been there, but he's lost this many. I look at it like, damn, he's been there. You know what I'm saying? There's people that would die to win. Do you look at Jim Kelly as being one of the best ever? I, I, I look at Jim Kelly as being great. That's a great accomplishment. He's great, but if he went 4-0 and o instead of 0-4, how do you look at him then? We don't look at Bradshaw as one of the best ever, and he won four. Yeah, see what I'm saying? But I just, I mean, it depends. Pat Mahomes needs to win the Super Bowl in the eyes of the public, in the public jerk, in the court of public opinion. Yes. Because what do you... I still don't think it, I think it's great to get to that many. You know what I mean? But, and I agree with you. And as a Washington fan, I'd be great just to make the fucking playoffs. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, shit. So I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, when you are talented like Patrick Mahomes and people... Uh, respect you and perceive you to be that next big thing to get to the greatest. This is a step that you have to win because if you lose this step, you it's gonna be hard to get back up that step. LeBron James, people look at him with all his accolades and everything going on. We're always gonna hold him accountable for losing to the Dallas Mavericks, to losing to the Dallas Mavericks to the Heatles, and knowing that the Spurs gave him one with some lucky ass Ray Allen shit. And he always had to build up teams. This is a year that you don't have a built-up team. We're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster and Marcus Valdez-Scantley and shit. You win a Super Bowl with these guys? This is a huge building block. If you lose, yeah, it's not going to hurt you that much because you're still a Hall of Famer. You need to win this game because you got your monkey off your back beating Joe Burrow, which you had never beaten. You know what I mean? Josh Allen couldn't get there, who was supposed to be there. Now you beat the next big thing over in the NFC. He has to win this game to even be mentioned in the breath of maybe contending with Tom Brady. Is that fair? Rogers got one. Manny's got two, but we know he don't need he don't deserve to. <laughs> you know. But, he's, 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 he's already passed Rodgers, yeah. 
Ooh. Ooh. He's got two MVPs. I don't know. I think he will, but ooh, that's, that's that's a good decision. That's a good thing to talk about. Let me ask you this, Keith. How many rings does your boy Ben Roethlisberger got? Two. Is Patrick Mahomes over Ben Roethlisberger right now? Without 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 this game involved, is he? I mean, I mean, you said he was better than Rodgers. You said he was above Rodgers. Yes or no? So you're saying no? I gotta think about. It. I hate man. I don't even want to think about this shit. <laughs> you said he was. You said he was above Rogers. I, I, that's what he's, but Keith. But Keith, here's my question now, Keith. This is how big this game is. Now, if I say on Monday, with Patrick Mahomes winning the game, now is he above Ben Roethlisberger? Yes. I have to say it probably yeah. That's my whole point. This is one of those games that's a big step in the right direction. Because yeah, he could get back to the Super Bowl and win too. But this one would mean a whole lot more. Alright. So we're getting into it now, GOAT. Alright, Brandon, you ready? First of all, I want you to tell me who's gonna win. I mean who you want to win. And then we'll get to our predictions. What you think? Who's gonna win? If they're gonna cover the spread over or under. So who do you want to win the game, Brandon? You want the Eagles to win. Who do you predict to win with the spread of the Eagles' favorite one one point five over under fifty one points? Everything is no referee that loses wrong. I don't see a way the Eagles lose. So Eagles win and they cover. Yeah. Over under. Under how big you think it's gonna be such low? How low you think it's gonna go? I mean, I mean, it's not gonna be like ten to seven. Well, of course I'm not. Twenty-seven thirteen. I could see somebody else with an MVP. Then I don't know. I'm just saying, Keith. What you think? Who do you want to win first? Who do you want to win? You want the Eagles to win? Yeah, absolutely. But I think the Chiefs are going to win, dude. I do. I really do. I Why do you think the Chiefs going to win? Why is that? Uh, coaching experience. Coach. I think they're going to. Uh, I think their defense is going to step up and play a huge game, dude. Why are we talking about the Chiefs' defense so much when the Eagles' defense is fucking loaded? Uh-huh. Loaded. I, 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 just got this, I just have this gut feeling that the Chiefs are going to destroy them, dude. Destroy them? Yeah, destroy over, them. under, Keith. Over, under. Why not, though? Brandon, do they want to come home to lose this game? No, Jalen Hurts is too black to win. 
You said over under, Keith. Over under. Over under. What did he say? What is the over under? 51. 51. Mm, God. Uh, I don't think that's going to be over yet. Over? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, think it's gonna be, I think it's going to be right around that area. All right, Swole Daddy. Brandon picked the Eagles. But obviously... He he thinks he thinks the Chiefs go win. <laughs> I know you want the Eagles to win. We know you want them to win. Who's gonna win in your opinion? Like I called it from week zero, gentlemen. You also picked the Steelers, dude. The so Eagles sh- are gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm gonna take it 28-21 Eagles. So under. That's over, right? 28-21, that's 49. So that's under two. Why do you think the Eagles are going to win, Swole? Like I said earlier in the show, Jalen Hurts is ready for this moment. I I love Jalen Hurts. He relies on Travis too much. I think the number one defense, or the number two defense in the league, sorry, just shows up in force, smothers Patty, Smothers the 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 passes out of the back. I think Slay gets a pick. I think Fletcher Cox gets a fumble. Everything falls right for the Eagles, but Mahomes gives them a heart attack. I think you're going to see Hurts to Brown for the game winning touchdown. Okay, nice. Hurts, our producer. You got something to throw in there? Who you think's going to win? Who you want to win? Chiefs. I want the Chiefs. Who's going to win? Don't make me say it. Come on, man. We got one, no, two I, minutes. I, I think the Eagles are going to win. Over, under. Over, under. Um, I'm wearing green. I don't know. I'm never good at those. Under. Oh, shit. Over. Probably. I'm, I'm thinking under. Under. All right. Let me just tell you one thing, guys. I understand okay. everything that y'all said. But we're not thinking clearly, guys. We're not thinking at all. At all. The the Chiefs are gonna win the game. <laughs> the Chiefs are gonna win. I don't want to go into conspiracy theory about the whole thing, but the whole year, all we've heard is the Eagles are just this. The Eagles are this. I mean, that's all we've heard. They put it in our heads over and over and over again. I think this is gonna be a whole everything that they want. Andy Reid's gonna get a second ring and put him on a certain pedestal. Patrick Mahomes is going to keep riding that wave that people can keep questioning can he catch or be compared to the greatest of Tom Brady. I think this is just something that keeps sports going in the right direction. Because a loss by the Chiefs? What are we talking about? Who's who, who, who's what? Yeah, who's doing what now? What are we talking about now? You know what I mean? So, regardless of any of that, I think the Chiefs win. I think Patrick Mahomes gets his win. I will go under though. I will go under because I think both teams are going to run the ball more 
than what y'all keep saying. I think the Chiefs are going to run the ball more than what people are saying. And it's going the time's going to run off the clock a little bit. But Chiefs in the under, it's going to be a hell of a game, I hope. Hell of a game, I hope. Any props that y'all guaranteeing? Any props? Yeah, I got some props. Go ahead, Brandon. Um, 